All right, welcome to a shortened Super Bowl preview podcast. Last year I went really in-depth with it. Uh, it's probably because I was less, quote-unquote, depressed with the result of the NFC Championship last year. I, I didn't really expect them to beat the Niners, uh, you know, in that game last year. The Packers, that is, of course, team that I root for. This year was tough. That loss to the Bucks affected me slightly. But, you know... We're going to discuss the Super Bowl in a quick fashion. Uh, I'm going to go over the award winners real quick tonight. Um, who won what award. All that stuff I'm going to do real quick. And whether I agree or not, uh, we'll see if I do. Um, so, let's do this. Alright, so, MVP. Aaron Rodgers wins it. No argument, sir. He's obviously the quarterback of my favorite team, all that stuff. But let's be honest, 51 total touchdowns, 5 interceptions, 4,200 yards, a 121.5 passer rating. He was the best quarterback all season. I have no issue with that. Offensive player of the year, I do have a bit of an issue because I think Travis Kelsey uh, should have gotten a lot more recognition. And I think he might have been the guy. I know Derrick Henry had 2,000 rushing yards, but, man, Travis Kelsey, if he would have played Week 17, he probably would have had a chance to – to at least to at least uh lead the league in receiving yards as a tight end, which would be incredibly impressive, but he doesn't get it. Derrick Henry doesn't have much of a problem with that. I think Henry was deserving, but you know, uh, not as deserving as I would have probably voted for Kelsey if I was voting, and I also would have given Devontae Adams some shine too, because he had an unreal season. But uh defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald, no problem at all. Uh, excellent season, by far the best defensive football player, probably the best football player in the league right now. The impact that he has, um, the amount of times he's double teamed, leading the league in pressures by a mile. Uh, I know TJ Watt had a great season. I know Xavier Howard had a great season. Those guys got a lot of rec- uh, a lot of recognition. Uh, but I think the obvious choice was Aaron Donald, and I think they got that one right. Offensive rookie year is a tough one because I want to say – Due to my bias of being uh, somewhat of a fan of the Oregon football program, I would have picked Herbert myself. I think he had an excellent season. You look at what he was dealing with in terms of what the Chargers team was, the lack of real good coaching he had there, um, how many games they blew that weren't, weren't really his fault. And you look at his stats as a rookie quarterback, an unreal season. But Justin Jefferson, in his own right, had an unbelievable season. You look at the quarterback he's playing with, um, you know, Obviously, uh, Kirk Cousins not the best quarterback in the land, and Jefferson slid in and went into the shoes of Stephon Diggs, who they traded to Buffalo, and was almost as good, if not better, with the Vikings as Diggs was with the Vikings. I know Diggs had an awesome season uh, for Buffalo, but man, Jefferson Herbert was like a toss-up for me. Um, You know, I could have gone either way on that, Uh, but, you know, what can you do? All right, Uh, defensive rookie Chase Young, easy pick. Um, I do think it's hilarious that Patrick Queen got more votes than Julian Blackman of the Colts. That's an interesting one to me. Julian Blackman, a much better rookie season, much more of an impact, uh, in my opinion, in terms of you know, defensive rookie impact. Chase Young was excellent, though. Chase Young is going to be a stud pass rusher. In this league, and he's playing on a front that's just crazy good in Washington. You got Montez Sweat, De'Aaron Payne, Jonathan Allen, Matt Ioannidis. Um, just a great front for Washington. If they can figure out the rest, figure out the quarterback position, figure out some of the offensive line stuff. I know they have some studs on that offensive line. 
the receiving core is pretty good. Logan Thomas had a good season as their tight end. Uh, running back wise, you know, JD McKissick's not the worst. Um, Antonio Gibson looks like a player out of Memphis. Figure out that secondary and that linebacking core. They could have a really good team there. They got the right coach for it. I think Ron Rivera is the right guy. And I think within a couple seasons, unless they make a splash for a quarterback rather than drafting one, which I think Trey Lance would be a great fit in the first round for them if he falls there. But, um, you know, I think Washington is a few steps away from figuring out. And they're in a favorable uh, division because the Cowboys' defense is bad. The Giants, they're a good team. Sorry, I shouldn't say it like that. They're an average team with a pretty good defense, and they're coached well overall. If Daniel Jones can actually figure it out because he was horrendous this season, if he can figure it out, they'll get Saquon Barkley back. They could be good. Uh, And then, you know, Philadelphia's a mess. I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, We'll find out. But anyway, Chase Young, very deserving of Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, Comeback Player of the Year, Alex Smith. No other things need to be said. Absolutely deserving, 100%. And the one guy that voted for Roethlisberger over Smith is a douchebag and should 100% get his voting rights revoked in this uh, regard. Uh, Coach of the Year went to Kevin Stefanski of the Browns, which, you know, I understand uh, they had a really good season. Um, They won a playoff game, which doesn't really matter for this award. But, man, Sean McDermott, the job that was done in Buffalo to get Josh Allen to be as good as he was in a season, if Rodgers and Mahomes weren't so great, he would have had a chance to win MVP. Man, McDermott probably would have been my guy there, even though I think Matt LaFleur deserves some more recognition, what he's done to help Aaron Rodgers turn around his career, because Rodgers, everyone said he was done a couple years ago. Look where he's at now. Um, the assistant coach this year went to Brian Dable of the Bills, which I 100% agree with. You look at what he did uh, with Josh Allen, but he didn't get head coaching recognition, which is quite surprising to me. But now for the main event, the Super Bowl game, Super Bowl 55, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs looking to repeat, the Bucks looking to win their first Super Bowl in a long time, uh, early 2000. I don't know the year exactly because that's kind of like a little bit before my time in terms of watching football. But uh, Tom Brady looking for his seventh ring. He had six in New England, obviously. First year in Tampa, they're in the Super Bowl. And this game is going to come down to two things. And the best matchup in this game, everyone's going to say, oh, Brady on one side, Mahomes on the other. Oh, you look at Carlton Davis and, and uh, you know, who the, who the other corner is that I forgot. Jamel Dean, and there's another guy there too. By, uh, Sean Murphy Bunting is what I meant to say. You look at those guys against Tyreek Hill and McCole Hardman and Travis Kelsey over the middle, Devin White, all that stuff. The best matchup in this game is the Chiefs offensive line and the Bucks defensive line. Because you look at the Bucks in the NFC Championship game, they got a lot of pressure on Rodgers. Barrett and JPP specifically got a lot of pressure on Rodgers. And the Chiefs have a banged-up offensive line. You know, they're missing some key anchors. Both tackles, I believe, are out in this game. So, man, I'll tell you, they, it, the only way the Bucks have a chance to slow down the Chiefs' offense is by JPP and Shaq Barrett blowing up this game uh, by affecting the passer and getting after Mahomes. If they can do that, they have a chance. But, man, it's so hard to stop that defense, uh, that offense in Kansas City. You saw the game they played earlier in the season. The Chiefs, it was a close game. I think it was 27-24, but the Chiefs, man, they got after it. But, um, you know, I have to think the Chiefs' offense will be here to play. I know it's hard for them to, it's going to be hard for them to score points against the Bucks, but I think they'll figure it out. I think if Andy Reid does what Matt LaFleur didn't, which was, you know, help get um, – Help, get help for your tackles that are struggling because you look at what Rick Wagner and Billy Turner got eaten up 
by JPP and Shaq Barrett. So that's going to be the key. If they can get after Mahomes, I think they have a real chance. But let me just preface it with this. I'm not going to go away from my preseason pick. My preseason pick, and you can go listen to the podcast. I can prove this. You can go listen back to the podcast that I did right before the season. I had the Bucks beating the Packers in the NFC Championship. Nailed it. I had the Chiefs beating the Colts in the NFC Champ- AFC Championship. Very close. I think I had the Bills losing to the Colts uh, in the divisional round and then the Colts getting there and losing to the Chiefs. But uh, Chiefs and Bucks was my pick. 38-31 was my score. I'm going to make it 38-27 this time. I think the Chiefs win their second straight Super Bowl. I think Mahomes is crowned as the new GOAT or whatever people are going to call him after beating Brady in the Super Bowl. Uh, I could see it go either way. I could see the Bucks winning it. I'm notoriously bad at picking Super Bowl games, so that's exciting. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm going to say 38-27. I think Mahomes wins the MVP 26 for 40, 321 yards, four touchdowns, one pick. I think they'll get him once. Uh, and that's just the way that I think it's going to go. We'll find out. Hope everyone enjoys the Super Bowl. And we're on to college basketball. Coming on Monday will be Countdown to March Madness, number one for 2021. I'll be joined by my co-host Tyler from the Illini Basketball Podcast. We'll be doing that live at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on my Twitter, at Ethan Carter SW, my YouTube, which is Ethan Carter Sports World, and my personal Facebook page, We'll be doing that live as well. All the college basketball you need to know coming on Monday. Super Bowl is tomorrow. Flippity flip. I'll catch you.